Welcome to the 2B1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins. And we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here and we believe that God will prompt you to discover his plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Hello, everybody. It's Sonny and Cindy, and we are so glad that you've joined us for this podcast. And so today we're going to be talking about the power of perspective. And uh, we want to share just how powerful our perspective can be in positioning our marriage into a winning perspective. Absolutely. And when we look up the definition of perspective, it's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty basic. It's a particular attitude or way of regarding something. So it's basically your point of view and the point of view that you're choosing to take. And that that's a key because we do have a choice in the perspective of what we take on things. So oftentimes when we choose a perspective on something, we use the information we currently have to make that perspective unless we've chosen something previously in a mindset that we're just going to be positive or whatever. But there's a lot of things that can affect our choice of perspective. Yeah. So someone else's perspective yeah. <laughs> can have a big inf- impact. We have the ability to fl- influence others, a substantial ability sometimes to influence others in our perspective, in their perspective. Yeah. In different situations, you know, we, you, you can influence me to maybe um, see things a certain way, or I can be hard and fast and stand in my ground on, no, I, I've got this from a different perspective. And we just don't see eye to eye because we're looking at something different and maybe with different information and different, different, per- different perceptions of what's happening. But the other thing that, that we've realized over time is that our false beliefs can really impact um, our perspective in a, in a really negative way. And so it's important for us to become aware of what we're deciding, the thoughts that we're thinking, and are we believing maybe a lie that's really influencing our decision-making and the way that we're responding to each other as well as to others. That's right. So an example of a false belief, uh, we all have them. We just we need to become aware of them, and uh, and we need to um, and we don't want them to keep us from God's best in our lives. And so, here's a crazy one that you know we hear over time is that if I married the right person, then everything will go just right. Or if it's not going right, if not, if things aren't going well in our marriage, then maybe we didn't marry the right person. Yeah, that's a lot of of burden to place on your spouse that you are going to decide whether everything goes right in our relationship. And that's just not true. God wants us sometimes to be involved in challenges so that we can be strengthened by that. He has things that he wants to teach us in the trials of life. There are circumstances that are beyond our ability to control. That is 
is just life itself. So saying, if I married the right person, all will go well, that is truly a false belief that can really be dangerous and really get us into some trouble um, as we begin to respond to each other or formulate our uh, uh, our thoughts. That's right. And some of those some of those things are you know trials that we can't control, and some of those things are trials that we bring upon ourselves. And some of it is just we live in a Genesis three world, which is broken. Yeah. And so we can, and we'll we'll visit that too. Yeah. But you he, said something funny the other day that that I want you to share about this false belief. Well, the false belief is like you know if if uh, if I go out and I research what basketball the most famous NBA players like to use, and then I buy that basketball, then I'll become an NBA. Star. Yeah, so it depends on the basketball. Right. And if I can't shoot and if I can't dribble well, then obviously I don't have the right basketball. You got the wrong basketball. (laughs) Yeah. So it really gives you a great analogy of how um, poor that belief is that marrying the right person is going to make life just go great. So I, I thought that was pretty funny when you were talking about that the other day. But Moving into the power of a change of perspective, we've got about five things that we've identified that that are really important to consider because we've all experienced times when we've had something happen, we got really upset, uh, we reacted to it, only to find out later with a little more information that something else was going on and we should have chosen a different perspective which would have prevented us maybe from reacting in a negative way. And our response would be different. So we want you to consider these five things as we move forward. Um, Number one, I'm going to start with this one. We have to realize that things are not always what they seem. Now, for me, this was really important as a physical therapist, uh, working with patients, and a lot of times they're in a lot of pain, they come through the door and some days are just not good for them. And so they might be grumpy, they might be uh, frustrated, but as a whole, what we tried to do as a staff is adopt the, the philosophy that, you know, we don't know everything that's going on in their life. But you had a good story that, that I want you to share that really identifies this perspective that, that things aren't always what they seem. Yeah. So this guy's on the subway, he's got his kids, he's got his two kids with him. And uh, he's just kind of oblivious to, seems to be oblivious to what's going on. The kids are running up and down the aisle. They're uh, being loud. They're being kids. And But he's just not paying attention. He's not corralling them, not bringing them in. And it's starting to annoy uh, this lady that's in the same area that he is. And finally, she can't take it anymore. So she just kind of leans over and says, hey, uh, excuse me, but um, the kids are kind of unruly. They're just running everywhere. And uh, he kind of looks up with her, still kind of in Never Never Land, and said, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we've just buried their mother. Boom. Ooh. Total change in perspective. Yeah. You go from a, a perspective of what is wrong criticism with this Criticism. Criticism, right? To one of basically compassion. overwhelming compassion. Yes, absolutely. So a change in perspective can really change your heart. And that's what we're going to talk about in the number two. A change in perspective can help you see the value in what matters most. So go ahead and take this one too. Yeah, so you know the, uh, the here's here's a guy that that you know the, a study that we saw that the average person spends about six hours a day watching TV, Oof. 
And so, um, uh, and if you take that six hours a day times 30 days, that's 180 hours or over seven hours, or excuse me, seven days in a month that you're watching TV. So basically a, a quarter of the month you're watching TV. That same average person finds out that he's got a uh, terminal illness and he's got 30 days left to get to live all of a sudden he probably changes his perspective on how much TV he's going to watch. Yeah, so that that really hits the highlight that uh, that change in that perspective can help you really see the value in what matters most and what who matters most and what you want to do with your time. So it will affect the choices that you make um, in, in what you choose to do. So that's another powerful thing that perspective can do. Yeah, number three is the enemy will use a negative perspective to divide us. And uh, and we'll talk a lot about this as we continue to go forward, but the enemy in John 10.10, 10, the thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. And so sometimes we get real... Um, we think, well, everything's going okay, so that's not a problem, but know that it, it always is. Yeah, we really have to watch our thought life because a lot of times the in, the enemy can come in and just drop a thought or a whisper that we repeat over and over again, and we begin to choose thoughts that are negative toward our spouse, and we don't even realize it. And I read somewhere one time that we can have up to 70,000 thoughts in a day, which just blows my mind, but we are constantly repeating things in our mind and we really have to become aware of what are those things. Well, I have kind of a story uh, about this because there was a particular time in our marriage years ago when, I don't know, maybe we were going through a tough trial of some kind and so frustration levels were high, but, but I realized that I was taking on thoughts throughout the day that were negative towards Sonny. And I was becoming offended by a lot of things he did, but you know, like, okay, look, he forgot to take the trash out again today. Well, you know, he just, he doesn't care about me. He doesn't think about these things. You know, he doesn't know how much I, I need his help. He doesn't help enough. He was on the phone at dinner. He didn't, he didn't help with the kids. He left the socks on the floor. I was building these lists in my mind And fortunately, God just kind of whacked me upside the head. And I became aware, I think the Holy Spirit really convicted me that look at how much time you're spending with these negative thoughts about your husband. I mean, there would be days when he would drive up in the driveway and I was mad at him all day long and he wasn't even there because I had run these thoughts through my mind. And that is so unfair when your husband walks through the door and you've got this negative attitude going on. You know, so what's interesting about that, though, is, well, no, you go ahead, finish your... Well, no, is that you were going to say, basically, you weren't aware... I don't remember that stuff. Well, you weren't aware of the battle that was going on in my mind, right? And so sometimes we're not going to be aware of the battle in each other's minds because sometimes we're not even aware of it. But but if we can become uh, more intentional about what we're thinking and how we're thinking it and what perspective are we taking, just become aware of it, then we have the power to change it if it's negative and hurting us and harming us and dividing us or 
or, or we can change it into a positive perspective. So what I had to do, what God really helped me do was I began interrupting the negative thoughts. I would, I would actively just say, I reject that thought. That is not who my husband is. I started speaking life into my marriage by rejecting the negative thought and that were really just lies from the enemy that I was perpetuating over and over again. But I replaced them with truth and gratefulness. And I began to take a grateful attitude, an attitude of gratitude toward my husband. And what a difference for both of us. I felt better. I wasn't weighed down. I wasn't physiologically being affected by these negative thoughts, but I was taking on a new perspective in which I began to really enjoy my husband more and realize what a wonderful man I was married to. So be careful of the perspective that, that the enemy will use against you to divide you and separate you. And, and the, the uh, the issue was too. Uh, you were dealing with more of that than I was. Right. I'm sure I was much happier. You were probably on the recipient end of some of that. But I was probably much um, happier when you when when as you started to realize that. But the other thing is is that you know I didn't know most of it that was going on. Right. You did. Right. So it was big right. big change. But fortunately, in, in your God life. really spoke to me in that, and He will to you too, especially if you know you're becoming more sensitive to the Holy Spirit and what God has to say to you. Yeah. So number. Number four we have down here is the me filter, which is similar to that. Yeah, uh, it is in the fact that um, you know, is it a, is it, am I thinking of myself or am I thinking of someone else? You know, am I seeing life in 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 through my filter or am I looking at at it through a we filter or really even more important? Right, everything that happens, how is it affecting me? But what about me? Me, 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 and that's a dangerous place to stay. And it's good for us to choose another perspective. It's really neat in Philippians 2.4. This is a great reminder because in Philippians 2.4, I guess it's 3 and 4, it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. So it's a good heart check. And it's empowering. Yes. It empowers individually, but it empowers our marriage. Yeah. We start to have a marriage that wins. Because we there there's unity mm-hmm. in thinking about the we aspect of our relationship. That's right. So in number five is very similar in the fact that it's God's perspective will change our heart and lead us into his plan for our marriage. And that was one of the big things that as we started really digging in and understanding God's design for marriage, when I realized that there was an actual design, there was a plan, there was a purpose, and that you were my provision, that just changed my whole perspective on our marriage. Yeah, that we had we had more to learn That's and that right. we had things that we wanted to invest in that plan because it was going to be a great plan that would allow us to finish strong in our marriage. Absolutely, and we um, and uh, we wanted to we wanted to be part of that plan, and so that's when we you know it really had a big impact on us. It was a it was it was a big impact, 
but a kind of a small change maybe. And then we just kind of stayed on that course in pursuing that. And that has made a giant change. Yeah, because what we realized also was that God wants to give you a greater vision and a perspective of who he is and the plans he has for you. You know, Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And God wants to put some thoughts in your mind about how important your marriage is and how involved in your marriage he wants to be. His perspective that your marriage includes an invitation to join him and what he's doing. His perspective is also that your marriage is intended to bless you and those around you. That's right. So his intention is that your oneness with him and each other will have a great impact on this world and that you and we will become an unstoppable force for good. It is super exciting. It really but, is. And, 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 and it's just, I think we just want you to realize some of the things that we've learned on be aware of your perspective and realize that you can change your perspective and that might just totally open up incredibly new possibilities for your relationship. God's doing something new. Yes, he is. And we're excited about it. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything. Just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2B1Life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.